Hey there, my name is Katie Romagnolo, and ever since I can remember, I've been obsessed with magic. Have you ever wondered why some people seem to have all the luck? Why is it that one person can struggle with years of hard work to accomplish very little, and yet another can seem like an overnight success? I started out in this life thinking that I could logically plan my way to success. But after a decade of struggling, feeling unappreciated, and ultimately hitting rock bottom, I finally broke the code. Life has a flow, and that movement is greatly influenced by our universe. The moon holds a sacred rhythm to health, wealth, and happiness for you to tap into. Join me weekly to learn how to harness the power of the moon to achieve your goals, find your purpose in life, and balance your emotions while figuring it all out. Yes, you can change your life. Now as a best-selling author in mental and spiritual healing, I am infusing all of my most magical tools for you here so that you can embrace the life you crave. Welcome to the Moon Magic Podcast. Welcome back. I'm your host, Katie Romagnolo, and today I have a very special guest with me. I am so super excited for the conversation today. You're going to get so much out of this. Cindy Kramer is an ancestral healer, spiritual coach, and family researcher who helps women in midlife discover their soul purpose and personal power by connecting to their ancestress so they can finally understand who they are, why they're here and feel whole, fulfilled, and worthy. Welcome, Cindy. Oh, this is so fascinating. Thank you for being here. Hi, Katie. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. We connected recently just, you know, through social media. And as soon as we connected and you started sharing with me what you do, I was like, yes, like we need more people to connect to this and hear what you do. So really share with me a little bit about what this means. How do you connect people to their ancestress and what does that really mean? So the word ancestress, it is an actual word, but not many people use it or understand completely what it means. Um, I'm sure everyone has heard the word ancestor and knows what that is. One of our grandparents or great grandparents, any of our family who has gone before us. Um, So an ancestress is in its basic form, our female ancestors. And the reason I choose specifically to use this word, typically when we talk about our ancestors or doing ancestral research, a lot of that is focused on the men. A lot of people, you know, look for how their name originated or, and try to go back as many generations as possible. And you hear all the stories of the men who served in the military. Um, it was men who owned land. So their names are the ones that show up in land records and things like that. And what I have found is that the stories of the women have often gotten lost um, along the way. And for me personally, in my experience, it's really been getting to know the stories and feelings and things that happened to all the women that came before me that I personally have found very empowering. So I have called my business Ancestress Awakening. And this for me means four different things. One is awakening to your ancestresses. So learning who they were and what their lives were all about. 
Um, two is awakening for your ancestresses. So this would be like looking at the patterns of wounding or um, limiting beliefs, behaviors that held back the women that came before us and figuring out how their lives can be lessons for us in our lives. And what I found in my own experience is that a lot of things that my grandmothers and great grandmothers went through are patterns that are still playing out in myself. So by me being able to heal those, it's actually been able to heal them as well. Um, the fourth way is awakening with your ancestresses. And that's really tapping into the concept that they are part of your spirit guide family. So they want you to thrive and succeed in your life and to have a better life than they had. So they're kind of always looking out for you and kind of cheering you on in uh, recognizing and living out the soul gifts that they passed on to you. And the fourth part of it is awakening as an ancestress. So this is looking at kind of what the legacy is that you want to leave for the people that come behind you, uh, the next generation. So how do you want to be remembered? Um, and how do you want your life to be remembered? What kind of legacy do you want to live? Oh, wow. Okay. So sorry, that was a long answer to a short question, but (laughs) my goodness, I am, I am just on fire over here listening to you because I relate and resonate to so much of this and how needed it is when I started to make a few connections within my family that were really, you know, unknown. And I really find that sometimes we, when we look back at family history, like in a logical sense, sometimes those stories are not shared from the next generation down because I, and this is just my personal take is I, I think that the pain behind some of the stories is like a protective mechanism to say, well, why would I, you know, share those parts of my life or, you know, getting to where I am because I want to protect my family. And I know coming from, you know, losing my grandmother last year in the middle of everything that was going on and not being able to go to her funeral because of the pandemic and being across the other side of the country and her passing actually opened up. I felt many connections between Mm -hmm. us, even though we had that distance. And um, I really truly believe that through the bloodline, there is so much information that is untapped and this full moon that we're beautiful full moon that we're sitting in today and the sacred circles that would really happen around full moon is tapping into the energy of women. Like this really was a process of women collecting together and sharing their wisdom. So it makes a lot of sense and it, it just feels right. So <laughs> tell me more about how do you think it translates within, you know, the family and those stories, like the logical stories happen, but like, how does this go deeper to really unfold the patterns that we didn't realize were there? So I can tell you from my experience. Um, so I grew up knowing my mom's side of the family. I knew nothing about my dad's side of the family. Um, And about 10 years ago, I was finally able to put all those pieces together. And I got really fascinated learning about my grandmother. And I've really focused on that line, my grandmother, her mother, her mother before her. And I found all these things that were happening, divorce, patterns of being separated from one or both of the parents before the age of 20, 
just difficult relationships within the families. And I was able to see um, that these were happening for me. I was divorced. My parents separated, separated when I was 17 and my dad moved out. And then like I also saw with him, he had the same thing. He was separated from his parents when he was 18. His mother before him lost her dad when she was 17. Um, her mother before her was born illegitimate and didn't know her father at all. And her mother was put in um, an insane asylum before she was, I think, even 12. So by seeing these patterns, um, I was really able to understand myself a lot better. And the other thing is that it kind of made a lot of things about myself make sense. So as we're talking about the moon, I have always kind of considered myself a moon child. I think I told you this before, both of my names, Cynthia and Diane, mean goddess of the moon. And my mom swears she didn't know that. Um, but I'm also a Cancerian, um, who of course is ruled by the moon. And I was always interested in that as a kid, but no one else in my family really got that. And I, you know, kind of felt like I was weird for, you know, thinking and being interested in those things. And when I found out about my dad's family, his, his grandmother, I found out she was a very spiritual, but not religious person. And she was into more of the new age stuff. Um, I found out that her mother before her was considered a psychic and she used to do tea leaf readings in local pubs in England wow. um, to raise some extra money. And I, as a teenager, had a fortune telling teacup. So like when I learned all these similarities between us, it just amazed me. Like I grew up not knowing anything about them. And here I found all these things that had passed down to me. So it really helped me you know, kind of get a better sense of who I was and gave me a sense of identity and feel good about who I was. Like I really belonged to something. Yeah. yeah. And like, okay. So awakening is the perfect word here, right? Cause as yeah. we continue on our own journeys individually, unless we have all those pieces going back that says, you know, this actually is part of who you are and it's okay to embrace that. And that little thing that you're interested in that, you know, looking at the moon and feeling that resonance that there's something there for you, you're a moon child. There's something in that. And I think in my own journey, it took me a long time to give myself permission to really like move towards the things that I was really interested in. And I like to say that I had to map my brain across <laughs> many things. And I think a lot of the missing elements to it would have been connecting back to generations at the time. I've been very fascinated with ancestry work. And how do you think this is different from like in mainstream, we hear how connect your family tree, right? Like go back and research uh, one particular person and see where that leads you to the next leaf on your tree or like ancestry, different, you know, um, online options. And I've never really resonated with that process. I felt like that it's just surface level. Mm -hmm. uh, do you find that as well? Is there like more to it than that? Yeah. When you see the commercials on TV for the different, um, genealogy companies, yeah, it's mainly they're looking at, yeah, making the tree, learning the dates and places and and names. Um, a lot of them do talk about, you know, finding out what your cultural background is. And that also has been wonderful for me, um, connecting to my British heritage. But yeah, for me, what I found is like really getting into their stories and 
you know, thinking about what life was like for them. You know, a lot of the women in my family tree have lost children at a young age um, or during wars, being left alone with, you know, back then they had bigger families, being left alone with eight kids when their husband died. And just think about like, what did that feel like for them? And how did that change their life? How did the trajectory of their life change from that one instance? And the other thing I've kind of developed a gift for in doing this research is seeing, you know, that each of these women that came before me in itself, that was their soul journey. Like I can see it as the big picture, like this was their life. So what, what did their life mean? Like, why did their soul come here to have that experience as their soul journey? Yeah. Oh man. And it's, so it continues on, right. It's like this spider web of like understanding why your mother or your grandmother's soul intended to come and have this journey. And then why are you connected into that being your family dynamic, right? Where do you pick up where they left off? Where is it that right. you receive traits? I love this so much. Um, I recently, so I did a talk recently with the speaker slam inspirational speaker of the year that flowed so much into this. And it was called conscious connection in the womb, where I had really learned four years ago, how just trauma that my mother had experienced while she was pregnant with me, that was unknown. Cause the story that you would not want to you know, tell your daughter of what yeah. her life was like really influenced who I became and how I interacted in my early years. And there was so many connections after learning that as to how I was having my own limiting beliefs, like you said, but that were really influenced from outside of my experiences that I knew to be yeah. consciously true. So th this is really fascinating, really needing uh, to happen in the world more and more. So I'm so excited. This is the work you focus on. Now the full moon is all about leaning into that healing energy and we have, you know, the full moon really connects into the womb and it's where we nurture ourselves. It's where we can learn to realize how we're nurturing others is also an expression of how we want nurturing in our own lives. So it's also a great time to be looking into inner child healing, which I would most definitely say this is helping with your inner child healing in ancestress work. And so where is it that people can connect with you more with your program and knowing that this energy is really one that supports looking into all these facets of your life? Um, I can be reached most often on Facebook, either through my personal profile or um, my page name is Ancestress Awakening. I run a group on Facebook that's called um, Relatively Seeking Women Finding Their True Self Through Our Ancestors. And I am getting ready to launch a new program. I believe I haven't hundred percent finished the name, but I think <laughs> it's going to be called um, Ancestress Awakening, uh, the pathway to your purpose and power. Wow. And what this will be is a six month program. So we will get into not only tracing who our ancestors were and specifically the women and learning their stories, but also looking at what the patterns were that they passed down to us, but also what the gifts were that they passed down to us. And through the program, we'll work on clearing the patterns and, and limiting beliefs and nurturing our gifts and putting them out into the world in a way that, you know, our soul really meant for us to share to help the world. 
Oh, beautiful. I love this so much. And just knowing that like we're really presenting in Gemini today through this full moon energy, and it supports that outreach of like connecting with others, being more extrovert. So I often like to say, like, if you are thinking about doing something in your life, making a change and you're waiting for that sign, let this be your sign because today's energy is all about connecting to what you need. And if you are resonating with, even if you know nothing about it, but this feels like something really interesting, reach out to Cindy because those are the key indicators you need to really pay attention to in your life in order to move forward. Those intuitive hits on how you feel like something is connected. This energy supports you in doing that. Gemini fun wants to encourage you to really lean into the things that maybe you thought, I don't know if that's for me and know that you're supported in this. So I will most definitely have all of your links, how to connect with you in the show notes here. And I honestly love the name. So ancestress awakening, like it's a big two thumbs up for me. I hope you continue with uh, the name. I think it really connects quite well. Is there anything else that you would love to share with our listeners today, knowing that this energy is all about healing and you've had your own amazing healing journey that I think has so much probably to offer to who you're working with. What do you think is the, is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with that could help them in this stage of their life of connecting with their past and healing or moving forward? Um, Probably the last thing I would, I would say one more thing that I have found with, you know, doing the work I have with my family and just in general is that women have traditionally been made to feel that they had to conform to their family's, you know, beliefs and expectations of them. And they were often made to silence their true self. So I just want to say that the time has come for that to end. You know, this is the time for us to really tap into who we are meant to be and give ourselves permission to be that person and not worry about what anybody else thinks about it. And that really is what will create the legacy that you leave behind in the world. Beautiful. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being here. I just think you're incredible. I love the work that you're doing and I can, I can just see it really influencing and changing the world in so many ways. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you, Katie. Uh, You're welcome. Well, stay tuned, everybody. The next episode is going to be where we can really start making some changes on what is it that's coming up during this particular full moon? Everything happens in cycles, leaning into that nurturing side of who you are. Well, what are the steps to get to all the things that are going to take your career to the next level, heal the parts that are inner child wounded, and we're really going to set some roots to what are the next steps on your journey for you? So stay with us. And thank you again, Cindy. I'm just beaming with light over here, thinking about what's possible for you in your life. Be excited for change. Give yourself permission to grow and share this space with me weekly to tap into that potential. If you're intrigued to know more about my story of rock bottom to passion filled and spiritually inspired, grab your copy of my best selling book. Home of the Soul on my website, katiemindsetcoach.com. While you're there, check out our Moon Magic Meditation Series at our retreat center. We have online and in-person options. 
Sign up for all the latest updates to be first to know about my free workshops, new books, and opportunities to conquer your fear, find your passion in life, and embrace your intuition. Remember to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Katie Mindset Coach as well. This has been the Moon Magic Podcast. Until next week, I love you to the moon and back.